keep you long. I had no idea, I'll be honest with you. I thought I had an idea what I was supposed to preach tonight. But the Lord has just moved me, so I'm going to go with that movement. Second Chronicles 7.14, if you have that, stand for the reading of God's Word. Just one verse. If my people, which are called by my name, turn to your neighbors here, are you called by his name? Shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and will heal their land. I'm going to read it one more time. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Amen. Let us pray. God, we come before you. We thank you for the worship. We thank you for your word and its anointing. We ask that it go forth in that anointing. Penetrate hearts and lives. Let us have ears to hear, hearts to receive what your word has to say to us tonight. And Jesus, I just thank you for your faithfulness and your graciousness to us. In your name we pray. And the church says... Amen. You may be seated. And I'm just going to, I just have a thought. The days that turn a nation. The days that turn a nation. We live in what I believe is the greatest nation on earth. I know that's not super popular to say these days, but I believe we live in the greatest nation on earth. We exercise freedoms that no other nations really exercise. There's some nations, there's people that will tell you there's democracies and republics and other nations, but I'll tell you none is like the nation in which we live. We are blessed. We are very blessed. But understand, we would not be here if it weren't for men and women of God. And not only men and women of God, but men and women in uniform. We just celebrated, we just celebrated on Saturday, Veterans Day. And I, I will tell you this, I, I know they give whole months to pride and they give whole months to ethnic groups. But if it was up to me, I would give month after month after month to the men and women that serve this country. And you can give them a hand for that. But it's because of men and women that put on that uniform, that go through those basic trainings, that go through even advanced trainings, uh, that get on the front lines, that will fly in planes, work on planes, that will manage boats, will, will work in the mess halls, do all these things. It takes many people doing many different things to have the freedoms that we have. But understand that we in this nation have, ex have experienced certain days that have changed the course of our history. We can go back to the, 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 the revolution in the, er in, in the, the 1770s with the, the founding fathers. Uh, they knew it was treasonous uh, to even be meeting and talking about breaking off from Great Britain, but they chose to do so. But not only that, that there was times throughout the Revolutionary War and a time in particular 
where George Washington was struggling. He was losing battle after battle and his men's, uh, uh, their term limits was coming due and, and they were all going to leave at the new year. So he decided during Christmas that he would cross the Delaware River, go to Trenton and try to get, a, he knew that they were in a position that they had, Brother Brad, they had to have a victory. He said, that's the only way my men will stay is if we get victory, if we turn this thing around. I dare say if it wasn't for that thought or what I believe a divine thought that was dropped on that general that day to do that, I don't believe we would be here. I believe that things would have turned out very differently because every one of those men re-enlisted and said, we'll go on with this fight. We think that it's worth fighting. There's days that we can talk about in World War II, Pearl Harbor, where we decided that we're going to defend ourselves. We can talk about battles on the eastern fronts of Germany or in Italy or in the Pacific and Japan and the Philippine Islands. There were days that turned this nation. There were days, there were people that turned this nation. But we read here in this portion of Scripture that this is a call. This is at the dedication of the temple and the Lord speaks this to a man named Solomon and he says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he says, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Understand this tonight. I just, I, again, I'm just going with whatever the Lord wants to, to do tonight. But we see throughout Scripture that there are occasions in which the people of God have to step up to the plate and say, I'm going to turn things around in my life so God will turn things around in my nation. Let me hit it a little closer to home. As parents, me and Sierra, there are days that we have to stand up and make a decision together that we're going to stand in unity. We're going to stand with God. We're going to turn how we've been doing things. It's okay to admit when you've made mistakes, I haven't been perfect, but we've turned. And when you begin to turn towards the will of God and towards the heart of God, God begins to turn the situation around. Understand with me tonight, we are in a moment of time. I preached it this morning. It's been preached for a month in this house. We are in a moment of time where if we as a people of God, I'll just tell you what I'm sensing. What's happened is we have as a nation in the church, in this nation, we've been going the wrong direction. But what I'm sensing that happened at the beginning of this year is there has began to be a turning and we're going back towards the old pass, the tested pass, the righteous pass, the right way, the proper way. We're going back to anointing. We're going back to power. We're going back to being Holy Spirit led. Listen, I'm practicing what I'm preaching tonight because I don't know where the Lord wants to go, but here's the deal. If I know, if I turn and say, God, I will get in alignment with your will, you will turn things in the atmosphere in the things I don't see. You're going to turn things around by me responding to your call and turning my life around. 
But what I sense is we are in this turning and what we're going to begin to see happen is God is going to begin to heal land. You say, what are you talking about? I'm saying you have land, you have property. You say, what are you talking about? I know I have my land, my property. You're saying God's gonna heal my grass. You're saying God's gonna heal my crops. You're saying God's gonna heal my animals. No, I'm not talking about that thing. What I'm talking about is the spiritual land. Your children, your family, your marriage, your money, your, your, your relationships. I believe that what is happening with this hunger and thirst that's been going on in the people of God, this turning is beginning to take place. And God said, you've held up your end of the deal. I said, if you would turn, I would turn things around. So your marriage is gonna start working out. Your finances are gonna start falling in line. Your children are gonna come to the altar and get saved. They're gonna experience the baptism of the Holy Ghost because of your turning. I'm gonna heal bodies. I'm gonna touch minds. I'm gonna deliver those that are captive. Oh, you can, you can sit there. I'll, I'll use Pastor Ronnie. You sit there while I feel the Holy Ghost tonight because hear me, as we turn in our ways back to a holy God and say, we want more of you. We desire closer walk with you. God's saying, I'm turning things that you cannot see, but you're about to see things that you don't even realize, things that you've been praying for, things that you've been waiting for. God said, I'm about to heal, deliver, and set free. The Bible tells us in 2 Kings chapter 20, Hezekiah received a miracle when he turned. When he turned his face toward the wall, pastor preached on it a few weeks ago. Understand, David was out at the battlefield. He was just meeting up with his brothers. But when he heard the voice of Goliath, he turned and he said, who does this man think that he is? Understand me tonight. I just really want to be real clear. I'm almost done. I want to be real clear though. God is saying tonight, the battle that you're facing right now is a turning moment for you in your house. And you don't understand that if you begin to win victory in your house, we'll begin to see victory won in this house. And when there's victory won in this house, there's going to be victory won down at the courthouse. And when there's victory won at the courthouse, there's going to be victory won throughout this city, throughout this county. Understand your turning, your turning can turn a nation can turn a nation. The battles that you're fighting, the battles that you're fighting right now are the very battles that can turn a nation. David turned and he said, who is this? And they were telling him, "What? What's David, just chill out. And he said, is there not a cause? Is there not a reason? This man, he didn't say, this man defiled me. He said, no, this man defiled the armies of the living God. I cannot stand for this. He walks out into the battlefield. We know the story. He defeats him with the sling. He cuts his head off with his own sword. He 
receives victory. Uh, why? Because he turned uh, and he heard the sound uh, of, com- listen, we're going to have to start running towards confrontation. Uh, you say, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about spiritually. Uh, we need to start running towards confrontation uh, because the devil's been having his way uh, and he's been having his way long enough. Uh, he's been doing his thing. We talked about it this morning, uh, but he's been doing his thing long enough. Uh, where are the people of God that will anoint the doorposts again, uh, that will open up the Bible in their house, uh, that will put a Bible under their kid's bed, uh, that'll put a prayer cloth in their pillowcase. Uh, where are the people that are a little crazy, uh, seem a little touched, uh, but they'll say, I want the anointing uh, to rest in my home. Uh, I want the anointing uh, to rest on my children. Uh, where are the people uh, that'll say, I want them to be turned around. Uh, I want my home to be changed. Uh, I want my city to be different. Uh, if my people uh, who are called by my name uh, will turn, uh, I will heal their lands. They come to the music tonight. I told you, I ain't, I ain't got much left. I literally have some verses written down and the days that turn a nation, we're in those days. We are in those days. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's right. We're in those days. We are in, I believe this wholeheartedly, Brother Brad, Brother Chris, we are in the greatest moment that has ever been on this earth. Speaking of veterans, you know what they call those that are World, World War II veterans? Greatest generation. And I, I, I hear it all the time. You listen to any, any political thing. You, you had 18-year-olds back then and people to lie about their age be 16 and 17. They were storming the beaches at Normandy. And we got a generation that's vexed because... Someone bullied them online. Listen, I'm not saying that it's not real. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be addressed. But where, where, Sister Mary, where's the fight gone? Where, where, where's the spiritual unction gone? There was a day. Your church family was your family. And listen, I know we got a lot of family. Pastor, Pastor Willie Russell had a lot of kids. There's a lot of family here. But I ain't talking by blood. Listen, if you had parents raised in this thing, ask them. Kids, if you got grandparents raised in this thing, ask them. They were at church four or five days a week, if not seven. And we, oh, we're, oh, that's crazy. That's insane. Well, their children are in the house of the Lord. I don't think that sounds too crazy. You say, yep, man, come on. I'm just telling you, if you want a different result, you're going to have to do different things. I'm not saying we have to have church seven days a week, but I'm saying, what if God asked us to? My father could tell us stories. His best friends were in his youth group. They didn't care about football. I, I'll never forget. I just this. I think this is so funny. We had a the, our pediatrician growing up. He's a great man, Dr. Johnson. He's a super, super good guy, an athletic guy. And the first time my mom had 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 met him with my older brother and. 
and he had helped with some things, and, but he would do house calls. He came to the house, and he never met my father before. He met my dad, and my wife introduced him. He said, did you play football? How many saw my dad here this morning? Big old dude. He said, you ever play football? He said, no. He said, what a waste. First thing he ever said to my dad. I said, what a waste. Because he's big. But in his home, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. You weren't allowed to go. And we think that's crazy. No, that's called a people that know what it's like to turn. They know what it's like to turn. You say, are you saying we have to do all these? No, I'm just saying, where's our, where's our, where's our minds at? Because I, I, I sense that God is not done with what He's doing in this church yet. And I want Him to see, to see Him do more. Hear me. We have this mentality of give a little, get a little. And if you only turn 90 degrees, you're not going back to the Father. You're just going a different direction. So what does that mean? Well, God, if I give you this, but not that, Will you still bless me? Church, I believe we're, we're about 90 degrees. And we're, we're God's blessing, God's blessing. But he's saying, can you just keep on turning? There's some more I want to show you. There's some more I want to deliver. To, to, to deliver you from. There's more I want to do in your heart. There's more I want to do in your family. There's more. Can you keep turning? Can you keep turning? Because you, 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 you think that, that I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you to get rid of stuff. No, no, no. Because understand, God asks you to empty yourself so He can fill you up. You say, what do you mean? Understand, when you give things up for God, He replaces it with something better. When you give up what things that make you happy, He gives you joy unspeakable. Happiness is temporary, but joy lasts forever. Amen. Joy is unexplainable. Amen. As you give more and more, God, I'll give you my time. I'll give you my time. I'll tell you, if you read 10 verses a day and prayed 10 minutes a day, it would change your family. It would change how you saw everything. That's not hard. That's 20 minutes. But you know what Jesus said to the disciples? Could you not spend one hour? But hey, if we just start turning, sometimes, listen, my, 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 I got two beautiful baby girls, but they didn't just get up out of the womb and walk. That would have been crazy. They didn't do nothing for the first six months of their life. But eat, poop, pee, and sleep. That's all they did. But then they get adventurous. They want to discover things. They're trying to move around and they're rolling over. And then they're crawling. And then they're standing on their own for a little bit. And then they're pulling themselves up because they want to see more. 
And then they get full-blown mobile and nothing is safe. The dog's not safe. The pans and pots aren't safe. The knives gotta get moved up top. And then they start climbing on things. Things that you didn't think they could climb on, but then you walk into the room and they're standing on top of the couch. Saying, Dad, watch. It's because little by little, they were developing, but they were also developing up here and they were saying, I want to see more. I want to discover more. If you want to see God heal the land, heal your family, heal this city, keep turning. So what does that look like? I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. You want transformation? Lay down your life. You want to transform mine? Can't have it without a laid down life. That's turning. You want to know what prayer looks like for me every day? God, less of me, more of you. Less of me, more of you. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. That's what Job said when he lost everything. But when he allowed the Lord to take and he didn't understand, he still worshiped him, right? God gave him back double. And there's things that we feel like we can't let go of, but as we keep turning, if you keep letting go of it, what he's saying is what I can give you, what I have to offer is beyond comprehension. I can't wait for the day, Sister Mary, that we're sitting in this sanctuary. I'm, just, I'm creative and I just see things in my mind. I just can't wait to see one of these eight, nine, ten-year-olds, Brother Brad, stand up. Say, thus saith the Lord God. And parents, that starts with your turning. I can't wait to see these teenagers and these young adults stand up. And say, I've had a vision. God has showed me something. And the elders are dreaming dreams. And the young people are seeing visions. And they're prophesying. I can't wait. So turn to your neighbor and say, keep turning. You're not just turning around. You're turning it over. You're not just turning it around. You're turning it over. But he said, I will heal your land. You turn, it's my turn. <laughs> you turn, it's my turn. We get caught up in the waiting and he's already working in the more. Remember those, this is what I was going to preach on. Wait, there's more. Old Billy Mays and OxyClean back in the day. Old Garrett's laughing. Look what this baby can do. But wait, there's more. 
if you call in the next 10 minutes, we're going to double your offer. All you got to do is pay the shipping and handling. I don't know what you got to pay for handling. What was that? And oftentimes we get so caught up in the wait. And he's saying, but I'm already down in the valley doing the more. You're caught up in what you can see. He said, I'm already working in what you can't see. So keep turning, keep turning it over. And God said, I'm going to heal. I'm going to heal. I'm going to heal. I'm going to heal. Stand with me tonight. I went a lot longer than I thought I would. I didn't even quote any of these verses. Turn it over. We sing that song. Said, I turned it over to Jesus and I stopped worrying about it. I turned it over to the Lord. He'll work it out. Don't worry. Don't fret. Just keep giving it over. Jesus said this in Matthew 6. He said, I take care of the, the flowers and the grass. I feed the birds in the air. How much more are you to me? Don't worry about where your next meal is going to come from. Your, your next drink's going to come from. That's what he said. Don't even worry about what you wear. Ladies, say amen. Don't worry about what you wear. He said, I will provide it. Just keep giving it, keep giving it, keep giving it. And he said, I'll keep healing, I'll keep healing. I think that what we're going to see in this house is people that we never thought would be healed. This is just how I feel. People that we never thought would get saved. People that we thought never would get, get their act together going to be healed and transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Those that have been sick for a long time, I believe they're going to get healed. Struggled with diabetes and heart disease and blood clots, I believe they're going to get healed. But you just got to keep turning and He'll keep healing. He'll keep healing. Pray with me tonight. God, we come before you and I thank you, Jesus. For your spirit, I thank you for your word. And Lord, we are a people that will turn our lives over to you. Lord, we lift our hands and surrender this evening. Say, God, as we turn, take your turn and heal the land. Heal families, heal relationships. Oh, heal bodies, heal hearts, heal minds. And God, you do it in us. You do it in this time, in this season. And Lord, we ask that you do it here in Connorsville, at this house of worship. 
Let this be a house like the church of Philadelphia in Revelation that received an open door. Because you said, I know your works and I know that they're good works and you've been tried by the fire. And you've been found acceptable in my sight. And he said, I put an open door before you. Let us be that church. Let us be those people. And Lord, let us continually surrender our lives to you. Lord, as we go about our, our, our weeks, use us. Use us by your spirit. Use us to bring healing, to bring hope, to bring encouragement and strength to those around us. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church says, Amen. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. I hope this message blessed you. And if you could, please check the description below for all of our links to our social medias. Um, and as always, check our page. You'll see all of our previous messages there. Uh, I hope this message again blessed you and uh, reached you where you're at. And thanks for watching. See you soon.